0: hey guys this is what mean i'm alex
1: i'm his wife oh yeah
0: and i'm trip <laughs> but um yeah we're here today to amanda's finally on the podcast um because i know for a while like um we talked before about you being on uh the wandavision episodes but because of just like you know scheduling and stuff and you know her work stuff she's been really tired i don't blame her she works like early shifts but okay, yeah, let's go. <laughs> but yeah, so we're just gonna go ahead and get into episode four of WandaVision. Um, this episode was really different. It was not at all. Oh, you want to? Say, you have something to say?
1: Oh no, I was just looking at my reflection because I'm cute.
0: Oh. <laughs> hey, you are. But anyway, um, very different than the last two episodes. We got. I remember, Tripp, me and you uh, talking in the last episode about how we really didn't have that much to talk about, how it was just kind of a bridge episode. But this one, I feel like we're going to have a lot more to talk about because a lot happened in this episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to go ahead and say something?
1: I don't think it's the character name. I think it's a character she plays in another show, but Cat Freaking Dennis! Dennings. Oh, yeah, Diddings, so- whatever! God, she's gorgeous. <laughs>
0: Yeah, she was great in the episode. I think that I liked her in this way more. I liked her in the Thor movies, but this one they actually gave her stuff to do other than just be the comic relief.
1: My favorite comment was the thing about um the uh the Keurig pods. I was like, yes, environmentalism. I mean, yes, I use Keurig pods, but like, I appreciate environmentalism.
0: Yeah. And I just really like that, and also on the beginning part, how we saw something I didn't think we were going to see in this series, the whole uh, blip thing, and them coming back to life kind of thing, and seeing that character from Captain Marvel, who um, is playing, um, she was like that agent that went into the town, we got much more, how like, and and she is a, a
2: Marvel character, like a big superhero, so apparently I heard that
0: oh yeah like she um because her mom who was in captain marvel died between the time she was gone during that blip and just seeing how much it changed and also just seeing like because in endgame you think it's gonna go one way like like um it's gonna be like a peaceful thing but it ends up not being that like it seems like much more like it would be in a hospital it's kind of chaotic um but yeah like that was really interesting um i forgot that the um i forget what the character's name is but i always um call him like um asian jim or whatever the the guy who was in this who played like the kind of fbi agent
2: oh yeah he was um he was from ant-man or he was he played a part in yeah
1: the close-up the close-up magic
0: yeah, that actually got pointed out in the New Rockstars thing I watched. So, once again, doing my uh, annual mention of New Rockstars. Uh... <laughs> we can just review thought... us reviewing them. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> I... <laughs> a review over review. <laughs> yeah, review over review over I... review. <laughs> Go ahead.
1: I thought it was really cool how, like, everything tied together, um, or at least, like, everything from the first three episodes in this fourth one. Um, oh, yeah. I... I really liked it i think that letting us see that like it's what um the sword agents are seeing and then filling in all the little gaps and like revealing that one is in control was i thought that was really cool um Hmm. i do kind of hate that like it's probably gonna make her the villain but like i i'm hoping they do something to where it's i don't know
2: maybe a certain perspective she might be the villain but maybe in her own eyes, she's just protecting what's hers or stuff like that. I, I'm thinking, maybe. Or maybe, like, I heard somewhere, like, maybe someone else has control of, like, the situation, possibly?
1: I just, I really think she's just processing her, like, her, str- like, her stress and her grief, and is having an episode, and so she's reaching for control in whatever way she can, and With her power, she just happens to be able to create this massive bubble and, like, force life to be what she wants it to be. And, I mean, she didn't really get to grieve her brother. And she didn't get to grieve Vision. She had to continue to be, like, a hero, you know? And because of that, she she hasn't been able to properly process things. And so, it's really interesting, um, like, just seeing her try to process, and then whenever anybody, like, tries to break her little bubble of happiness, like, her lashing out, I think it's different, and I thought it was really cool that we get to see her be, like, Scarlet Witch from the movies in this episode, because before, it's very Bewitch-esque how she uses her magic, and in this episode, nah, man, it's like the glowing red...
0: Yeah, like the kind of like swirl effects, kind of like what we see in the movies. So like even even down to that, I thought that was an interesting choice. So that just shows you right there. She might even be editing just how her powers even appear on screen, which is interesting. That just kind of almost like the OCD level of like just down to the most minute details she's editing like this reality.
1: And do you think that she's the one like broadcasting it? because, Or do you think that... A side effect.
0: I really don't know I honestly this is gonna be a hot take I don't think that she's a hundred percent to blame for this reality I think that there's probably an additional twist that we're not seeing yet because they wouldn't they still have a few episodes to go there's only episode four and I think that they wouldn't just lay out all their cards on like the fourth episode kind of thing because then like I don't know like I feel like there's still another twist they're probably going to want to do more stuff with Scarlet Witch so I don't think they're going to straight up vilify her
2: <sighs> hmm. I mean I feel like, I feel like um, this episode since it was out from the regular like sitcom kind of viewing it basically just tied up everything we were wondering in the first three episodes this one's like alright it's the same story nothing really new besides the other side of it <laughs> or their side
1: I would just like to say, why did they make that girl so dumb? Um, Captain Marvel's friend's daughter. Cannot remember her name. But why did they make her so dumb? Like, obviously, if something disappears in this forest field, yes, let's go touch it. Like, that's not the logical thing to do. I.
0: (laughs) Well, maybe she didn't care. I mean, it's probably one of those things where it's just like, she didn't care. She needed answers, and... Kind of like, I don't know, like, I don't remember really her character from when she was a kid, but maybe she just at this point was like, she just lost her mom, she didn't really have a lot to lose, so she said, fine, I'll send myself in here to see what's going on, kind of thing.
1: I'm just saying it was really big Gryffindor energy, and I can say that, because I'm a Gryffindor, and I do stupid stuff like act first, think later. (laughs) But, like, I, I don't know. I feel like if you are an agent of some kind... You would, like, want to do proper procedure and proper protocol because you'd want to be safe and you want to make sure that everything is going to work out how it's supposed to. Like, what happened to training? She should have training for this sort of thing. I don't know.
0: How do you train for, like, a reality warping, like, zone, though?
1: You just train for unknown circumstances and you go through proper channels and proper procedures. Things are put in, like... Rules and regulations are put into place for that reason. That's why military has, like, row r- rules of engagement. Um, you know? I just, I don't know. The, the plot was stronger than her her training. Like, we,
2: we, need, we need this to happen, so your training's out the window. Sorry, lady. It's like, no, come it, on.
1: It's, it's like <laughs> anime and plot armor. Like, nah, brah. That wouldn't work. I think you are sometimes, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> but yeah, it's one of those things where they need that, like, somebody had to go in there, and I guess she figured she was the one that had to do it, because, like, eventually, you know, someone would have to go in there and see what was going on. It had to be one of them kind of thing.
2: And they also sent out the little, um, the beehive dude, or the SHIELD member. They sent him, and he was immediately ejected out, too. <laughs> yep.
1: Right. I, I want to know how he's going to get back out. Um, because Wanda didn't want, like, I'm assuming she doesn't want him there.
2: I, I, I don't remember them talking about him after, after his scene. I was like, wait, did they show what happened to him? I don't remember.
1: They, they show, like, the line getting severed and him coming out in, like, a bee, like, in a beekeeper suit as opposed to a hazmat suit. Hmm. Hmm.
2: But, yeah. I was, I was like, did he survive? Is he okay? <laughs>
1: I also just want to know if, um, if Kat got her
0: coffee.
1: That was was my biggest question. Like, this whole Hmm. episode is, does Kat get her coffee? Hmm.
0: But yeah. What did, uh, speaking of that, like, how, how many other people were, like, shook, like, in this group whenever you saw, like, Vision was actually, like, the corpse of Vision kind of thing?
2: Yeah, that, I, was, that was weird. And then it also puts on the question, like, is his body actually there? Is she weakened at burnishing him, basically? Right. Like, I, or is this just or her just remembering he's actually dead and just a vision, and he's not really there? A
0: vision, a vision.
1: Walking around. <laughs> I, um, like, I was surprised, but, like, I wasn't, like, scared or shook or anything. I was just like, oh, okay.
0: It, may, it, it it was one of those things that didn't like, it, it kind of like, I was like, oh, this is what we're doing kind of thing. It was definitely creepy looking, though.
1: I did have the same question you had, though. Like, is she, like, is, does she actually have, like, him, like, reanimated as, like, a corpse? Or is it just, she's projecting him? If yeah. that makes sense. Because and, a,
2: lot, a lot of the other people were real people, besides or whatever her name is.
1: Mm-hmm. But, like, even farther than that, um, is Wanda aware of how much control she has in the universe? Like, I know that she's aware of, um, like, I know she's aware that, like, she's made this little bubble and whatnot. But everything we've seen thus far makes it appear as though she's not quite completely conscious of how much she's controlling things.
2: Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully it will answer that. I feel like that's what they're gonna lead you next, because they like the like the last bit of the episode was like, "Hey, Wands in control." So I, I'm assuming the next next episode or two is gonna hopefully dive more into that or so. Yeah.
0: I know one. I know one of the interesting things that I saw was that there was a theory that basically, like, um, unless she's thinking about it, like it, it doesn't exist kind of thing so like with even with her kids like until she thinks about like her kids you don't hear them crying again and so like whenever she thinks about vision like being alive like like i think it's one of those myths when she's like has to perceive him being alive so i'm kind of wondering if even the the other townspeople if they see vision for who he is and they're just playing along or like what the whole thing is with that kind of thing
1: it's kind of I think it's a really beautiful allegory for trauma, though. Like, if you don't address it, it's not there until it, until it like, rears its head and you're forced to face it. In, like, the same way that, like, I don't know, she doesn't think about him being dead and then after she's been reminded, it's, like, the Stark, like, he's dead, let me force it down again. Hmm. I don't know. somebody. It seems
2: like she's, she's choosing what she's seeing, basically. Same with, like, the little events that happen with the helicopter, et cetera
0: hmm right and like even like i'm just looking forward to seeing what they do next because like this one more than any of the other ones like the other ones felt more like a sitcom and this one felt more like a marvel movie i remember watching it with amanda and just looking over there be like this is shot and kind of really looks like just one of the standard marvel movies because it's in the present day kind of thing
1: i like the sitcom feel better I'm going to be completely honest. I thought that was so cute and so kitschy and I love it. Did I use kitschy right? Is that a word? Yeah, it is. Okay. I can't with words.
0: But yeah. Um, I definitely liked where they're going. Um, I know some people accuse like the first two episodes of being kind of like slow or like it really just started getting going in the third one. I'm like, I liked both the first and the second episode. I thought those were really good. And and like with the third one too, like I really like that one. But like people that you know said, "Oh, finally started getting going." And like I'm like, it wasn't boring. I really liked what they were doing.
1: I enjoyed like in the earlier episodes. I enjoyed like the suspensefulness of it all. Like especially when she was cooking dinner and then like he was choking. That like, oh, it wasn't really horror. Um, thrill. It felt like a, like you're watching a thriller. Like, right. Like oh god, what's the movie with the. Bates, Motel, um... Psycho? Yes, it was like watching Psycho for the first time. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? This,
2: and the yeah. suspense of not knowing what's going on can also add to that. Mm-hmm. Especially just thrown into, like, a fun sitcom and then it turns to that. You're like, alright, something's up.
1: <laughs> but, it, but, like, it wasn't, like, a suspense... Because like, so, a lot of, like, suspenseful movies are things that, like, will, like, trigger my anxiety and will make me, like like, viscerally, like, anxious... It didn't do that because it was short format. So, I really enjoyed it. I like that amount of, like, will she, won't she, like, Twilight Hour type deal. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm talking. I'm like, I'm just talking too much. I'm sorry. No, oh, you're good. It
0: felt, like a, it felt like a Twilight episode. At least,
2: yeah, from, from that part, for sure. <laughs>
0: yeah, Twilight Zone, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: But, yeah, um, I definitely did enjoy these the, this fourth episode, I think it really progressed things and I'm really interested to see what they do next. Um, yeah. but yeah, uh, I guess I'll just wrap it up unless anyone else has anything to say. Um, no, thank <laughs> but yeah, we love, uh, Kat Dennings in this house and on this podcast and we can't wait to see what she does next. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So, uh, this is, I guess I'll just go ahead and wrap up. Um, this is a really great episode. Can't wait to see what happens next. And uh, yeah, this has been what mean. I'm Alex.
1: I'm Amanda. And I'm Trip.
0: And we will see you guys next time.